even with record unemployment being announced today, even with more people out of work now than ever before in my entire life, Paul Tudor Jones still has managed to steal the headlines. Yesterday, we found out from an open announcement that he is going to be buying and has probably been buying Bitcoin as a hedge against inflation. So today, I want to share with you some thoughts and some facts that I'm seeing consistent here across multiple news sources. And I want to try to create a dialogue in the comments section of this video with you guys to see what your interpretation of these facts is. The first article that I want to talk to you guys about, and I'm going to put all of these articles down in the description as well, so you can see that. But the first article that I want to talk to you about is this one from Bloomberg that came out yesterday. This explains how Paul has been telling his clients that Bitcoin reminds him of the role that gold played in the 1970s. So that prompted me to say, okay, let's do some research. What did gold do in the 1970s? I found this really informative Business Insider article that said in the 1970s, gold rose from a low of $35 per ounce in 1971 to a peak of $180 in 1974. That's a 414% gain. From there, there was a correction in gold, falling nearly 40% to $110 in 1976. But then by 1978, just two years later, we're back at the previous high. And then two years after that, at 1980, we're up at $850 per ounce. So here, what you're seeing is gold go in just under 10 years. It went from $35 an ounce to $850 an ounce. And what Paul is explaining, if we go back to the Bloomberg article, Paul says here, I'm not a hard money nor a crypto nut. The most compelling argument for owning Bitcoin right now is the coming digitization of currency everywhere accelerated by COVID-19. Now, if you remember, I'm going to put this down in the description as well. I made a video a couple of weeks ago talking about the future of crypto, talking about the future of gold. And now you're seeing Paul Tudor Jones basically confirm everything that I was saying. And I'm not sharing that to be like, oh, I was right. I want you to see that this isn't that complicated to figure out. We see more and more that everything is going digital. So to think that currency wouldn't lead at some point in the future to being digital is foolish. It's it's short-minded, it's it's short-sighted. So now you're seeing Paul Tudor Jones confirm that belief that I've had that we are moving to an all digital currency world. Eventually, that's what it's going to be. Another thing that Jones points out is that he does think gold also could continue to move higher. Right now, priced at about 1700. He thinks that could easily touch 2400 or even 6700 if we move, in his words, back to the 1980 extremes. What I interpret him saying that Bitcoin reminds him of gold in the 70s is that there's still a lot of growth in the market. There's still a lot of opportunity for Bitcoin to go higher, for it to grow just in general. Not only is it going to be big, not only is it going to be easier for everyday people to use cryptocurrency as we go each day into the future, but it's also going to be easier for big companies, countries, corporations to use cryptocurrency as well because they're seeing the efficiency, the speed, and the safety that it does provide. So they're are no drawbacks to doing it. It's saving them money. It's keeping things private. It's keeping them safer. So there are a lot of big money people now starting to see the value in Bitcoin. Paul also says that he thinks about $3.9 trillion, the equivalent of 6.6% of global economic output has been printed since February. It's only May. That's insane when you think about it. So what does that mean in the bigger picture? Well, at the top of the article, He's buying Bitcoin as a hedge against inflation in the dollar. So he thinks that because they're printing so much money, the dollar's value is going to go down and you need to diversify your cash into other 
assets, other investable assets like Bitcoin, like gold, to then not take a hit when we do see this 3.9 trillion, the 6.6% total of global economic output. I just think that's an insanely high number when we see that kick back into inflation. The basic research that I've done about inflation is that we're not going to feel the impact of this 3.9 trillion until two, three, four years from now. Again, I'm not an economist. I'm not uh, a master of how global trade works, but from the basic research that I'm seeing, it's going to take a few years. This isn't just like, oh, we printed the money and now everyone's feeling the inflation. It takes a little bit, especially like because interest rates are so low. Once interest rates come back up, hopefully they will, then we'll really see the inflation kick in maybe even hyperinflation. So now, going into this having event next week on Tuesday, May 12th, I want to know your thoughts. Do you agree with Paul? Do you think that Bitcoin is a great hedge against inflation, not only because we're going into this having event, but because of this coronavirus uh, stimulus money printing that the Fed is doing? Or do you disagree with Paul? Do you think that Bitcoin is still too speculative and it's better to put our money into stocks and bonds and cash, maybe a little bit of gold or silver, but do you still go that traditional route? Thank you for listening to Today's Money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in the next episode.